Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, the show that's all about wealth creation through a what would Jesus do lens. If you're an entrepreneur and you love Jesus, then this is the place for you. We are going to be looking at eternal principles to inspire us to the next level where we create wealth and make an impact. Are you ready for the power of a kingdom perspective? Thank you for tuning in. Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. Thank you again for joining us. Today's episode is the truth about entrepreneurship. Success is not a straight line. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 6 says, Sow your seed in the morning, and at evening, let your hands not be idle, for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. This is a really great verse for entrepreneurs. It touches on the two things that we need to do really well. First thing is managing risk. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. This is a basic life principle. If something goes wrong with that one basket, the amount of stress and discouragement will really derail us on our journey. The second thing is the discipline to work. We should always be working on something. Work on a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, whatever comes next, but move on to the next thing. Arena Huffington says, success is not a straight line. It's much more of a dance and being open to possibilities. The biggest lie in our culture is about instant success. It sets people up to fail and it sets people up to give up really easily because their expectation is that they should be somewhere by now. Everything in life has to be built brick by brick. The lie of instant success also promotes laziness. No one is willing to do the work because people expect that the slightest effort should bring forth a big reward, which is a total lie. Everything has to start off small. Zechariah 4 verse 10 says, Do not despise the small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Don't despise your own small beginning. You may be starting out on a new venture, or you may be a big company that's taking a turn into a new area, and you're starting off small in that area. Everyone wants to be a big corporation overnight, but they forget that the big corporation started out small. We have to put in the work to build our visions to be what we want them to be. One of Denzel Washington's famous quotes is, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So don't despise even the times where things get hard. Because when things get hard, you're pushed to push beyond yourself. And usually that produces more success than when things go really well, really easily. Everyone begins small. Think about KFC. KFC was once just Colonel Sanders and his chicken recipe, knocking on doors where no one would give him the time of day. I'll read a quote from businessinsider.com. Colonel Sanders was an entrepreneur who didn't become a professional chef until he was 40. He didn't franchise KFC until he was 62. And he didn't become an icon until after he had sold his company at 75. That gives you a timeline of how long it took to grow a big corporation. Let's look at someone more recent, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos started Amazon as an online bookstore in 1995 from his garage he held most of his meetings in the neighborhood barnes and noble talk about being innovative and talk about talk about starting out small in a garage holding meetings in your nearest bookstore you don't have to start off with a big office and a big staff today jeff bezos is worth 171.6 billion dollars that's his net worth and amazon 
is worth 1.4 trillion US dollars. Everything starts off small and everything grows because of the determination and the discipline of an entrepreneur and their team. Amazon faced many challenges and so did Colonel Sanders. During the dot-com bust, analysts called Amazon, Amazon.bomb. They didn't think this company was going to make it. But look at Amazon today. Why am I going over these stories? Because I'm trying to bring reality back into the way that we think so that you stop beating yourself up and you enjoy the journey. I love the story of Joseph in Genesis 37 to 50. At the age of 17, he had a dream that he would be a ruler over a people. He would be a ruler over his older brothers and his father. And then he had a second dream that was similar and it basically confirmed his first dream that it was a God-given dream. And at the time, he was just a shepherd boy tending his father's sheep. Look at the timeline. At 17, he has a dream. At the age of 30, he begins working for the king of Egypt. But what happens in between? He's sold into slavery by his brothers, who are jealous. As a slave, he's falsely accused of sexual assault by his master's wife. Then he's wrongfully imprisoned. After being wrongfully imprisoned, he's forgotten by everyone who could help him be released. If you were Joseph, would you still believe in the dream that you had? Through all this, the Bible tells us that Joseph was faithful and God granted him favor wherever he went. And at the end of it all, everything that looked like it was working against him was pushing him towards his destiny. That's the narration of a dream from the Bible. And the Bible is the truth. All the things we find in the social media and in our culture that tell us about, you know, instant dreams and instant success are lies. The Bible tells us faith without works is dead. That's James 2.17. No matter what's going on, do your part. Pursue excellence in all that you do. Don't give up, no matter how things look. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your paths. Look at the story of the Israelites. God had given them the promised land, but they still had to go to war to obtain the promised land. It's interesting, isn't it? You've been given the dream, but you're still going to have to fight for your dream. Being strong and courageous on your journey is not a suggestion. It's a command. John C. Maxwell in his book, Failing Forward, says, If you're not failing, you're probably not moving forward. I'll repeat that. If you're not failing, you're probably not moving forward. Keep going. Don't get discouraged. Times will get hard, but the dream that was given to you will come to pass. Enjoy the journey. Do what will matter when you're 80. There's a quote by an anonymous person about success, and I'll read it. The road to success is not straight. There's a curve called failure, a loop called confusion, speed bumps called friends, and red lights called enemies, caution lights called family. You will have flat tires called jobs, but if you have a spare called determination, an engine called perseverance, a driver called willpower, you will make it to a place called success. Anything worth doing in life is going to be difficult. Difficult, but adventurous and rewarding. The definition of a winner is a person who never gives up. So never give up. If you got some nuggets out of today's episode, please do let us know. Help us to serve you better by joining the discussion on YouTube at Reinventing Perspectives or drop a comment on our website, reinventingperspectives.com. Until then, see you next episode. Stay well.